Hey, Natalie, I'm so glad that you're here. And uh, you have a very interesting money story. And uh, I think that um, our audience uh, should learn about that. And we are going to uh, learn about, I don't know if to call it a modality or like something very unique that maybe a lot of people don't know about. So we are going to be talking about that today. But first of all, tell us a little bit about you and how the money story started. Well, thank you, Sarah, for having me today. It's great to be here. And to answer your question, I feel like I really need to go back and start with childhood um, and not to make it too long of a story. But my father has a lot of, so he passed away a few years ago, but he was a forward thinking financial planner who really promoted the idea that we need to put the client at the center of financial work in general, that it's not about products. It's not about making money, make money and it's in just a cut and dry fashion. It's really about making lives better through money, which puts people in the front and center. Um, so I grew up under this umbrella of thought that money can and should be used for great good. And that was something that I just ingrained in myself. Um, and I have to bring my mother into the story as well. She is an architect and I'm very proud of her work as a professional because she went from being told that she could not be an architect because that was a man's field to being a successful, beautiful, very interesting work. Um, and she had this way of being really cut and dry with money while at the same time enjoying life. So she's the kind of person, I have a memory of being at McDonald's with my brother and my mother, and he wanted to order something. And she said, no, order it this way because it's 10 cents cheaper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it wasn't about the 10 cents. It was really more about that 10 cents is something that she earned and did so with her heart and soul and her hard work as an architect. Um, and she felt as though McDonald's had enough money, so to speak, or, you know, th that it was hers. So there's this kind of dichotomy between the personal self-actualization piece of money, while at the same time, the power that money has to create and to connect um, one of the things that I like to think about a lot is how money is this great connecting force from our beautiful internal selves to this world in which we all share. So, you know, we've got the economy and then as we earn money, we bring it into our own personal worlds, into our own bank accounts. And then as we use it, we send it back out into the world. And when you think about the fact that we put our own creative energy into our money creation and that we're really sending our personal choices of value forward when we use our money, mm -hmm. it puts money in this light of being this incredible connector from that deep internal space to the external space globally. Absolutely. Um, agree. Yeah. Thank you. So that is my upbringing. Um, and then my undergraduate is in socio-philosophy. And that is something that I'm a philosophically minded person. I love people. Um, so I married those skills into the money work 
when I became trained under a woman named Karen McCall, and she does financial recovery counseling, and it's based out of Debtors Anonymous, and it's a beautiful recovery structure. Um, but I personally have felt a call towards more of the hardworking, good-hearted, intelligent people who don't necessarily need a recovery type of format, but at the same time need loving outside eyes to put some to get onto their money um, and help them with choices that truly align who they are with their money and then back again. So that's my background. So what is the connection between you and your dad and phenology? Because that's, you know, like that's your, your uh, brand or that's what you promote. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So phenology is a word that actually my father coined. And the idea is it's financeology, F-I-N-ology. And he and my brother started the What is Finology project. And the idea here is that we need a better understanding of this interior component of our relationships with money. Um, there's so much work done in the economy. Economists are widely known, of course, longstanding field, but there isn't a standing field for setting that internal relationship that we all have with money. And that truly is so important because that's what drives our engagement with both money creation and money use. Mm -hmm. And those personal decisions are really what's driving the money on that global level. Um, so the idea is to get into understanding that personal side, that interior side, And yes, my father did coin that word. And I actually work with my brother on this project. Um, and he has some other stuff going on as well. But this is really my bread and butter. And I have my company that is still active and is still in my name called Vital Financials. And that's where I've done a lot of my own work as a phenologist. Um, I love looking at the, the energy lines from ourselves to our money and back again. And I love, I'm a big meditator and I bring, I had a very cool aha moment with a client once where we realized that the cash flow coming in and out of her life had this breath to it, that there's an inhale and an exhale metaphorically, and then almost on a visceral level as well, because of that internal external component. Um, so Vital Financials is where you find my information on both the money energy cycle and money breath. Um, and I love that work. That being said, I've been mostly with my kids for the past few years. Um, and so I have really poured my energy into the What is Finology project, which is a more, which is a bigger project with the intention of really expanding our awareness of our internal personal relationships with money. Um, Why do you think it's so important to learn about the relationship that we have with money? Yeah, thank you. I think it's so important because our money lives can only be as good as our relationship with money. It is where the, um, the action lives. So if we consider how important money is in our lives, which I'm sure you've already thought much about this. Um, 
but there's almost nothing in our lives, if maybe nothing at all, that money doesn't touch. So if we have a negative relationship with money, in my opinion, that negativity touches our lives every time we interact with money, which is basically constantly. So I want to ask you about that because a lot of women and, you know, including some of my clients, they say, well, money is not, shouldn't be the most important thing or money is not that important. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I agree that money is, well, I, I disagree and agree at the same time. I think it's really important to understand what money can and can't do. Um, you know, if we have a positive relationship with money, that positivity is going to touch our lives every time we interact with it. And um, so it is incorrect to dismiss money's importance in our lives because it is literally how we put roofs over our head, foods in our belly, do a lot of caring for our children. These are not materialistic, superficial parts of our lives. Um, At the same time, money you can't eat money. You can't sleep inside of it. It doesn't love you. So there's the, um, I think it's about having a right relationship of sorts of saying money brings these things to me and it's worth this place. And these other pieces, money doesn't capture properly it, and, and saying that's okay. And at the same time, how do we cultivate and give energy to both? Because in today's world, we need both. Yeah. Yes. So um, when it comes to um, the meditative state, uh, you know, when you help your clients, you know, like how, uh, how does that look like? Oh, so when I first discovered that there's a breath to money, I sat down and did an exercise of imitating different cash flow situations with my breath. And this is largely what I lead people through in the money breath meditation is first, coming into tune with how there is a breath to our cash flow, the rhythm, the experience. And there's so many cool similarities, such as our body keeps a natural amount of reserves of air that gets us through if we're ever without for a moment. Yeah. Um, the body sends the breath in this beautiful balanced fashion to every part of our body, but the heart and the toenail get the amount they need and, and the body has that wisdom. Um, also, we all share the air that we breathe and we all share the money that we use. So that's, um, so it's really amazing to be aware of that in and out. Um, and then I have people actually imitate their personal cash flow situation with their breath and it gets us out of our heads and down into a visceral experience. And if we're looking at a spreadsheet about numbers, that is one experience of understanding what's going on. And I support doing that in every way, but this has nothing to do with numbers. This has to do with the values and the energies moving in and out. And when you think about that numbers only represent value anyway, that's what a number is, is a representation. Let's get underneath those numbers. Let's get down to that value. And I find that People have a a visceral experience of their money relationship, their daily money relationship, that it opens huge doors, huge new frontiers. And that awareness, it's that awareness that allows us to then um, make healthier decisions and bring money into a place of right relationship. 
Yeah, that's definitely where it should start, right? On um, that relationship with money, because uh, no matter how um, many strategies we can teach, right? No matter how many numbers we make, no matter how much money you make, if you don't have that relationship, if, if then it's going to go away, right? It's mm-hmm. not going to work. That's why so many people that win the lottery, for example, they lose the money like right away or they spend it right because they don't have that uh relationship right they haven't created that relation healthy relationship mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. money in order to use it wisely or in order to um yeah to have the the, the right uh vision about it right great. the review that's awesome right oh, thank that's you. great so how th- how do you help your clients today yeah, because I know that you said that, you know, like um, you were, which is great. You know, this is something also that I wanted to mention in your case, because you took kind of like a sabbatical, but mm-hmm. you have, you, you were able to do that. Right. And yeah. because of what you have created, because probably that relationship that you have had with money that you are not going without, and now you can focus on your kids, you know, and those are things that, are important to know because in the end it's not about you know living rambunctious life but it's about what the possibility of money allows to do which in your case was hey you know what I have these kids and I want to take time for them because these are the years that are so important so I saw you know I, I can see that 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 was important for you and now that they're a little bit more old you know a little bit older now you are getting back into the thing. So tell me more about that. I think mm. I've spoke too much on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. You shared a good amount of my story. So we did decide to have me pull back on work during the time period of the kiddos being little. Um, so our oldest is nine. And then we have twins, which we, we didn't see twins coming. We, we thought we'd just have a single child and it did change everything. It changed the financial picture. It changed yeah. the energetic, how much energy, of course, the, the new child children uh, need from us. And we looked at what it would mean for me to work and pay for a daycare. Um, and my husband has a food truck, so he is self-employed also, and it's also seasonal. So it's, um, so I use my money skills in managing his income so that it lasts us the whole year too. And we I have worked part-time the whole time, but it has literally been between four and 15 hours a week consistently for a while. Um, One of the reasons we chose that is because it allowed for me to really support my husband in his food truck because then he didn't have to take time away from there to be with the kids so I could work. Um, And I will tell you that one of my thoughts is that there's always more work to do. There will always be more work to do. My beautiful kiddos, which I have three boys, we were literally trying for a girl and got twin boys. <laughs> <laughs> and I, this time is so precious. And I, I never saw myself staying home from work during this time in my children's lives. And I will tell you that second to having twin boys instead of one single girl, this has been the best surprise of my life. I have absolutely loved being home with them. And of course, we had to adjust our money situation to support that. Um, But we did. 
And I feel as though one of our keys to success is that we are able to enjoy so much out of life without it necessarily costing a lot of money. And, you know, we have each other. And at that point, that's really, it's really all gravy from there. Yes. Yeah. And again, it's about the experiences that you are able to, that you are able to enjoy, right? That, that, that's what is super important. So I know that you have something for the audience today. What do you have for them? So we send out through the What is Phenology Project, we send out a weekly email series called Phenology Bites, and they're many mind benders. And they're short, sweet emails that get you into the ideas of phenology. Um, they should take you less than 45 seconds to read, but at the same time, give you something to think about for, I mean, I hope for a long time. Um, our grand mission with the project is really to cultivate health in that relationship with money. So these give you something to think about that the intention is to evolve your personal relationship with these little tidbits into that healthier place. Um, and they're really fun. They're, they're, I write them, they're fun. And you can email me back with any thoughts and questions and their intention is to be provocative. So Sounds I hope good. they are. Yeah. So make sure to click on the link and take advantage of that free gift that Natalie has provided for you for us. So thank you, Natalie, for being here. And I appreciate uh, that, that, you know, what you have shared with us and what phenology is. I, I said it er- wrong earlier, but yes. And, uh, and how is that transforming other people's and especially women's life? So I really appreciate it. Thank you, Sarah. I really appreciate your work. And to all the women who are tuned in today, thank you. And I wish you all the best with lots of compassion, light, and love. Have a good day. You too. Thanks. Bye.